Jinx Monsoon, and welcome to a brand new episode of I'm 40% Podcast, the queer Futurama review podcast that nobody asked for, but now that we offer it, people won't let us quit. With me, as always, is the L.A. fuckboy of... The East Side. Okay. No, you're getting closer. You have, you're starting to have something. I want you to write this version down and see if you can add to it. The because LA fuckboy of the East Side. You're, some, you're almost there. There's almost something. Nick Sohoya. Thank How you, you doing, you little piece of... I'm good, work? and it's just us. <laughs> just us today. I'm so hungry. I'm eating candy. Actually, I'm actually very mad at you for eating on the podcast, and I need you to stop. Like, when I am listening to a podcast and someone's eating, I turn it off. So, listeners, if you are like me, I apologize, and all I can do is ask for your forgiveness, because we're not going to re-record that. <laughs> we're not going to re-record anything. We don't do that. You're really, you're really no, bad. No, finish chewing. You're... Finish chewing. I don't like this. And here's why. I don't. I don't like when people chew... Because when they talk, I can tell exactly where the food is in their mouth because of where their tongue is moving to make the sounds. And it fucking disgusts me. Bob and Monet used to eat on the podcast and I stopped listening to Sibling Rivalry for like a year. I did still subscribe Do because they still I'm supportive. Eat on the no, they stopped. Podcast? <laughs> no, they what stopped. What were they eating? Like po- potato fucking chips? Like, no, something like chewy and that's worse because <laughs> it gets yeah, stuck in their teeth and you say- can hear it. You can hear the, it in their teeth. I hate it. I was it. eating the worst thing that I could possibly be eating. How far for away are you from your microphone? Get get up in there. I'm up. Get up in there. Um, I was eating milk duds because it's That's Halloween disgusting. month. That's what? absolutely vile. That's What's wrong with milk duds? What They're do you mean? No, you know what L- the worst what candy they? is. What do you mean? What are they? They're dropped. That makes caramel. me feel angry. Covered in chocolate. Ugh. Little caramel blob. It doesn't feel like real chocolate and it doesn't feel like real caramel. It feels like they got two things that were pretty damn close <laughs> and put them together and called it a day. What is anything but a chemical reaction? Well, anyway. Good news, everyone! What's the We news? got a news segment today. It's just really hot in LA, so my window's open and I'm not going to close it. So if you hear street noise, I'm sorry. <laughs> So the best I can do. Time I to turned get off a big my old fan. Ice cube and put it in the ocean. Ooh, yeah, that's a callback. That's relevant to our show. Is that a callback or has that happened yet? It hasn't happened yet. The people <laughs> don't know about that. All right, let's get on track for today's episode. Today we are reviewing another new episode of the brand new reboot season. Um, this episode. You don't know what it's wait. called. I do this part. I know. It's just. I was hoping we could get through the season without a trilogy episode, but whatever. A trilogy episode is, I I refer to them as like anthology episodes. A trilogy episode. 
this is you're weird for is... saying it that way. Okay, whatever. Go on. Introduce this, uh, it. this episode is called "The Prince and the Product." Original air date September eighteenth, twenty twenty three. It was a few weeks ago. Did you, Did you watch it? Yes, twice. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you thought we were watching. You thought we were covering this last week, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, we have a Chiron. It says, "What chat box?" <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> Camille, hold on, Camille, cut that out, please, please. <laughs> <laughs> what chatbox? No, I can't say chatbot. What chatbots talk about in their free time? I think this is a pretty okay Chiron, but honestly, I think the chatbot jokes are already played out. They did not know that at the time of writing this. <laughs> Animation takes a while, so I'm going to give them some leeway. Four Chirons out of five Chirons. Can I ask something? What? Where Where are people meeting these chatbots? People I have, are I've been obsessed putting myself with it, and I'm like, didn't the novelty... can't find the chatbots at all. Where are they? The, I, for me, the novelty of the chatbots, like, Nick, writing a movie where pitch... where are they? I, they exist in space. Now, the novelty of them wore off so quickly for me, and it's so How wild that people... How do you talk to one? You uh, go on craigslist.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you think? Give it a rating. Stop distracting me. I don't know. What do chatbots um, talk about in their spare time? This, it's like, that's it's what the... this Chiron is telling us. Do you believe it? Do you like it? This is what chatbots are. Is that... oh, read it to me again. That's what the Chiron says. Read what it to me. What chatbots talk about, and it's mean that you're making me say chatbots again because you know how hard it was for me to do it. What chatbots talk about in their free time is this show. That is what it's implying. Ugh, no. You don't like it? I'm giving this a two Kyron. Whoa. Wow. Savage. Um, <laughs> we open at Planet Express. They have a big box to deliver. It's for the king of space. <laughs> and the king... <laughs> Are you okay? Wait, don't they announce that this this episode was not... It was canceled or it wasn't aired. It was like ripped up. There's a thing at the beginning saying this episode was intended to air, but then it never aired because of it being a terrible episode or something. What are you talking about? Did that really happen and I missed it? I watched this I... twice as well. I think you made that up. What are you talking about? <laughs> you look it up. You do something useful with your time and look up whatever the hell you're talking about. <laughs> Just give me a second here. Okay, okay. Uh, we open up planet. I'm gonna do the show while you do whatever you're doing. Uh, yeah, they got a big old box. The King of Space <laughs> is a character that we have heard of but never met. Um, he was referred to when Leela had a brief career as a realtor, and she sold a castle to the King of Space. And uh, apparently, this is that castle. They fly there with uh, the big box. You find it? Anything, Can't mom? Find it. No. Yeah, seems whatever. like you made it up. If no, it's in I there, swear. I'm legitimately sorry. I'm sorry, okay? I'm I swear here to it own said up to something it. like, this is an episode of a Futurama that never made it to air. Well, wouldn't it, it be nice? Uncovered. Wouldn't it be nice if you had perhaps written some things down? That's not my job. Ooh, that's not my job. <laughs> Look, on All About Degrassi, which is a podcast that everyone can go Stop listen to, it. Evan writes down the summaries, but I still come with notes. I know what I want to talk about. I know what All I feel my passionate notes are about. They're right here. They're not okay. coming to you, Mama. They are not coming to you. You need them to be on paper, Mama. 
Okay. So they entered the throne room. <laughs> they got the big box. They see the king of space. He's like a blue man with tusks. Tusks. And, yeah, he's got tusks. And they open the box. Um, and Fry's, for some reason, he's excited to grovel. So he goes and he grovels. He kisses the king of space's foot. And they open the box, and it's a portrait of the dearly bar- departed queen of space. And it's a it's a macaroni portrait. Did you think that was funny? <laughs> I did like that it was a macaroni portrait. <laughs> good, right? <laughs> they, they very carefully never moved. could capture her likeness in <laughs> oh, <yeah>. macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> did you ever make macaroni portraits? I think it was rigatoni for me. <laughs> I did some rigatoni necklaces. I guess and it's all macaroni. It's all macaroni. Wait, really? Why? Yeah, macaroni is the term for the tubular pasta. So tubular. Like, rigatoni, elbow pasta <laughs> hey, that, that we know like as macaroni for like macaroni say. and cheese. It's tubular. all macaroni. Tubular? Like Donatello would say that? I heard you. Okay, well, you didn't have a reaction, so I just wanted to make sure you heard. Well, not um, everything needs a reaction. I think that was a pretty good one. Um, they're hanging the portrait, and they have to be very careful with it because, of, as we all know, macaroni paintings are very fragile. <laughs> and Fry is uh, describing a confusing punch card system to the king of space. He's <laughs> like, N equals the number of punches. <laughs> and um, all of a sudden, Leela walks in in the prince of space's arms, and they announce their wedding. They're in love. And you're like, what the heck is going on? Why is this episode progressing so quickly? It's very and weirdly paced, yes. <laughs> why is everything happening so quickly? And what the fuck, Leela's in love with the Prince of Space? And who is he? And why did that all happen off screen? Well, you're about to get the answer, and it's a really unsatisfying one. <laughs> <laughs> Fry um, is very sad about this, obviously. He says he loves Leela and he can't afford to live without her, which is pretty relatable. And he cries and cries and cries on the floor, and we go to a commercial break for windows. They are toys that are wind-up tin toys. And then it is sort of slowly revealed over this very, very long commercial that the joke is that these commercials are the episode, and we are cutting back and forth to a Futurama episode that does not matter and was not written. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and then you beg the question, wh- who asked for this? <laughs> now, okay, the different animation styles in the past, you know, like when they did like pixel art and anime, that made sense because it was different animation styles for an animated show. Sure. Why are they doing different types of toys, mm-hmm. but they're animated? Well, they didn't want to do Nature Rama again because they already did two of those, right? You remember so, the one where they're, but, they're all the animals and it's like a nature documentary. They needed Mama, to mix it up. But Mama, they only did two. I, what? No, Mama, Ma, Mama, 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 Mama. No, no, they, listen, no. no. They, I have to say mine <laughs> before I forget it because I'm high. They always do two iterations of these anthology episodes they did two what if machines they did two animations i think maybe i'm wrong about that one and they did two of the nature ramas so presumably we're gonna get one more of these toy commercial anthologies in like a, a year i don't like it 
What don't you like about it? Explain that, your they criticism. Didn't do, they didn't do anim- they didn't do two animation styles. They did the animation style and then they did the morning cartoons, which was its own thing. The morning cartoons anthology. It's slightly different, but it's actually pretty similar to this one because there was a whole uh vignette in that anthology about <laughs> the commercial for the purple berries. So that's kind of adjacent. But I to this. don't Okay, the wind-up toys are like, that's kitschy, and we've seen these wind-up toys. Did you ever have one? No, but it's like it's like a kitschy throwback. It's not, act, it's not the actual wind-up toys. It's like these new wind-up toys, which are kitschy throwback to old wind-up toys. I had a Santa Claus, and he lived in a box for most of the year, but, you know, every December he came out, and he could do little flips. I had a wind-up Esmeralda. Uh, from the uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame, and she was a McDonald's toy, and she did she do a flip? <laughs> a little Esmeralda, and you wound her up, and she would like dance, like you know, she span spun in erratic circles, <laughs> <laughs> and that represents her and fight she scene was married, in that movie. <laughs> she was married to my Aladdin toy. Oh wow, Esmeralda Matchmaker. and Aladdin, they were hot for each other. They're, they're a, a good cute couple. couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All the tabloids. <laughs> okay, so they're wind-up toys. <laughs> that makes me feel angry. <laughs> you really didn't like this? What are they called? Wind this is a controversial <laughs> episode. I don't think you're alone in this. Like I've heard it's some controversial? reaction. <laughs> yeah, deeply it's canceled. No, I've just heard some reaction online that this is some people's like kind of least favorite episode of the season, maybe one of their least favorite episodes ever. I would rather watch <laughs> this than that fucking folk song episode any day of the week. <laughs> the folk song I episode. I hate the folk song episode. Listen, listen. <laughs> this one really leaves me scratching my head and you I I I love Futurama. I think I've made that clear, but this episode makes me wonder what happened (laughs) and it's it it reminds me it reminds me i heard this quote about the character pink gold peach in mario kart it said say this quote like once a week go ahead pink gold peach the best reference to nothing that's not even (laughs) a quote (laughs) whatever it's just like we made it up we made up this thing and then we (laughs) this whole episode feels like no one is talking about any of these things. No one's talking about wind-up toys. No one's talking about rubber ducks. Who I have no strong feelings one way or the other. So what's I the think plot this is of a the perfect... wind-up one? I still think, <laughs> even with this as the clear low point of this new season of Futurama, I still think this season of Futurama is much better than many of the Comedy Central seasons. I think it's been very consistent. Okay. Do you agree? Okay. Yeah. And I mean, it's still better. Like the good writing in each episode, even a weak episode, the good writing in that episode is better than like your average pile of shit that gets churned out and force fed to us by the Fox lineup. Okay. Let's talk about what's actually going on in this world. (laughs) All these vignettes start with like a cat and a dog to kind of establish what the world is like. So we have a little wind-o dog and a little wind-o cat. <laughs> They're just in front of Planet Express. And uh, yeah, this is just a world where everyone's like a wind-o. And they're kind of all winding around. What do you mean a wind-o? Don't <laughs> say that called. like that's a thing. <laughs> they're a that's tin what toy I'm saying. that you wind that's it up. And sometimes they do a flip. That's not really what they're called. 
They're just called wind-up toys. They're not called windows. Okay, well then you Don't say it. Contribute something. Don't thing. just naysay. No, I know, but it's not you. It's the episode. It's turning us against each other. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Stockholm syndrome with this episode. I kind of like it. <laughs> Um, everything's windows <laughs> everything is windows and i i feel like if that was just the end of our description of this vignette that would probably be okay and but, so yeah because so, fry was frozen alive i was his... frozen you say it you say it please fry was frozen alive but his winder was not fully frozen it's been slowly winding down for thousands for a thousand years and so now Fry, even though he's only like really the age he's supposed to be, his winder, his wine key has gone on and has aged far beyond him. So it's basically like being a 28-year-old with a 80-year-old heart. Mm. Yeah, I guess so. I was going to say it's like Benjamin Button disease, but it's not really like that at all. So you're It's like someone better. took an old heart and shoved it in you. <laughs> and said, make do. <laughs> Interesting, if true. I'm Go sorry, I'm really on. slow on the buttons today. It's so fucking hot. <laughs> I can't find anything or do if anything. If I have to hear one more thing about how hot it is in L.A., you chose to live there. You knew it was a desolate wasteland, and you moved there. So they mourn Fry's imminent death, <laughs> but he's at peace because he eated, he prayed, and he loved it. And Bender is actually the one who's inconsolable. He is not accepting Fry's death lying down. So he takes him to see the robo preacher, and the robo preacher is in like a church that's it opens up like a dollhouse. It's pretty cute. Is this Polly Pocket rules or what? I don't <laughs> think this was Polly. It's not Polly Pocket just because it opens up from the middle. It was much bigger than a Polly Pocket. This is like a dollhouse. Who asked for this? <laughs> <laughs> um. So they talk to the preacher bot. He's not very helpful. They go home. And uh, Bender, for some reason, goes on a long tangent <laughs> about the afterlife. And he, he wants to do loop-de-loops in it. <laughs> he says that. I don't, I don't really remember why. Yeah, loop-de-loops, yeah. Um, so they're back at Planet. They're back it's at Planet Express. It's just setting up for. It's just setting up for the next vignette. They're thing. setting up a thing. Um, this vignette too. There's loop de loops is the constant. <laughs> loop de loops is the one constant. Go on. Uh, they go back to Planet Express and they're they have no idea what to do next. But Amy's like, uh, some say there's a guru, and Bender cuts her off and says, "Some say, let's go." And they just <laughs> see like there's still good stuff in here. So yeah. they climb a mountain, and I really, this is, I think, the highlight of the animation. I like these, like, metal handcrafted mountains, and I like the snowflakes that have gears inside of them. I kind of, this was all pretty cool. Everything has a gear in this <laughs> <laughs> reality. Everything is a wind-up, even, like, the it's a wind up. grass. Oh, my God. Go on. This is just like Centaur World. Who copied who? <laughs> when they get to the top of... What is Centaur World? It's an animated show where everything's a centaur. Everything has the lower body of a horse. Oh, that's actually pretty funny. <laughs> but uh, everything so, does. Like the apples, I get it. The no, I understand, the, I understand. You've explained the premise. You don't need to go into detail. Everything. The sun. 
I understand the everything. Lower body of a horse. Everything. Well, that doesn't even make sense because does someone is someone's hoof also a centaur? Like, is there a little centaur on a subatomic level? Like, how did deep you just does say centaur? Who centaur. the hell are you? <laughs> centaur. What do you? What say? do you think you're doing right now? Centaur. Centaur. What? What is it? Centaur. You said it weird. You're like centaur. You're saying it like you're saying it like Hello, a minotaur. Senator centaur. Minotaur. Centaur. Hello, Senator Centaur. Are, minot- are minotaur and centaur spelled the same? President Centaur has come to discuss his new deal. Everybody, how do you pronounce centaur? Centaur. Right centaur. Centaur. Hashtag seem centaur and spell it T O W E R. Go on with the uh, episode. So because they climbed, because they, shut up. Because they climbed up the mountain, Fry has used up most of his juice, and he just kind of dies. <laughs> but Bender is again the one most moved by Fry's plight. He sacrifices his own spring power and sort of reverse reverse springs Fry's spring, and now Fry has a spring power. <laughs> but Bender's so- dead. In in Futurama, Bender is immortal because he's a robot. But when everyone's a windo, then no one's a robot. Interesting, (laughs) if true. No, there's there's a cat and a dog windo, so they're animal windos. You brought that up, but like, (laughs) but he's a robot windo. But there's no, if he can die, just like. Okay, we, I guess we just have to accept that the insides of windows are all the same and it's just aesthetic purposes. But him being a robot has very little to do with what's going on in this episode, so I don't know why you're hung Which up on it. Which begs the question, how do, what, why, who asked for this? <laughs> that makes me feel angry! Don't just keep using the same term. I only have a couple that make sense for the things we're talking about today. <laughs> okay, Let's get back to the king of space. You won't let me. <laughs> you won't let me. Meanwhile. So, just no. <laughs> you think that Bender is dead, but like, oh, maybe they can oh, revive there's him. more. But he falls down the mountain and breaks into a million pieces. And then the pieces fall into a volcano and they melt into liquid metal. <laughs> and then what does Leela say? That's pretty dead. Or yeah, somewhat. Like... Professor Leela says he's pretty dead. And then, that's dead. <laughs> it's something it's something to that effect. And then we get a cut to uh underneath the ground as uh someone in oh no, they go to the guru, she's right there. And the guru first of all, I liked when the guru is the fortune teller bot, the problematic fortune teller bot that's <laughs> making a lot of appearances this season. Sure you could die. You wanna die? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh Fry has to pay her with a quarter, which is also wind up. So he winds up the quarter and he puts it in her wind up slot. And <laughs> the advice that she gives is that like the spirit lives on, and that's when we cut to underground and we see Bender being melted into a new sp- body in a new life, and he's reincarnated as a plain bu- windo. Is it and he does loop to loops. A plane windo? Yeah, a windo that is a plane. What's weird about oh, that? Oh, an aeroplane. Wind- yeah. <laughs> I thought you meant like a like a neutral windo. Oh my god. I have this- no strong feelings one way or the other. Okay, neutral. So- Get it? Okay. So He didn't say neutral, but it is that's the proper reference. So 
he announces that he's 40% aerodynamic, and Hermes says, that's not aerodynamic enough, so he crashes and dies again. But then he'll come back as something else. And then we go back to the, the king of space. <laughs> oh, How you feeling? God. Just checking in. I, I Wellness check. I just feel fatigued. <laughs> <laughs> I feel fatigued because it's hot. Maybe you could empathize with me instead of antagonizing me for the reason I feel fatigued. Maybe we could find common ground, my dear mother. So we return. We don't to have the to king fight anymore. Okay. We return what if to the, the king rest of, of space. We're retooling the show. What if the rest now, of the show the is we're nice to each other? Do you want to try that? And Do you want to try that? You space <laughs> to get together, right? God damn it. Yeah. He says he can't marry a commoner. Yeah, right? because she's a commoner. <laughs> Tale as old as time, really. Mm-hmm. And Fry, it's <laughs> it's weirdly sweet. It's confusing, but it's kind of it kind Fry's of makes sense for Fry. Very supportive of Leela. Well. He leaving is, him he's not explicitly supportive life. of it. He's just he takes much offense to her being too common. Like so he <laughs> challenges for her honor. And then I guess so by she proxy. She can marry whoever yeah, she but wants, he's not, which is not him. He's not thinking that far ahead. He's very dumb. I know. This is a Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> they are gonna have like a duel. It's like a I swear though. It said at the beginning of the episode, this episode doesn't count. I swear. Why do you think that? You didn't I see it when you just looked I, it up. I think you dreamed that. I didn't that. really look it up. I tried to sign into Hulu and I couldn't. <laughs> Why not? Because Get your shit together. Should I'm just be on all of your devices. I can't take this anymore. Keep setting okay. up for the champion hero. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. They have to <laughs> ride on a Lamasis or something. I forget what it's called, but it's kind no. of like a... Egyptian inspired griffin with like a human head and they're knights and they're like gonna joust on these lamasses and um <laughs> Leela volunteers to duel in Fry's place as his champion and some lady says that is allowed in the rule book this isn't the rule book though this is a takeout menu <laughs> this is a takeout menu I'm gonna get pad thai <laughs> She kind of reminded me of, she had the same voice uh, as the new, I'm going to allow this dupe lady. So I thought it was like kind of a tangential reference there. Did you feel that? Yeah, but. Or is it just that Tress McNeil phoned it on this episode like everyone else? (laughs) Can you engage with me? Be here now. I'm trying to see if this. Taking too long. Says. Engage with the people. I think you're right. I no one's tuning in because of me. Anything. They want to hear you talk about stuff. I don't think it says anything about I know, this you're episode wrong. being fake. <laughs> I know. Where did wrong. I imagine that? In your little brain, Mom. Oh, my God. Talk about what happened in the show. <laughs> so they got a jab. Did you like the duel? <laughs> the laser sword thing? This like is it? that no. This is just setting up for the laser sword thing. That hasn't. That's going to happen in the next thing. Now we have to go to another commercial break, which is the fucking. Oh hot yeah, wheels. they haven't done the duel yet. So everyone erase that. We'll talk about it all again. <laughs> they just set minutes. up for the duel, and now we go to yeah. Hot it's wheels. it's a Hot Wheels parody. It's called Round Wheels. Everyone's a car, and I'm pretty upset at a Cars esque universe. That's usually upsetting to me. But there's a little dog car, a little cat car in front of Planet Stop Express. Stop it with the dog and the cat! They, no this is cares. the bit that worked for me. I want to bring this bit up. I thought it was funny. I'm trying to be okay. positive. So there's cars. They're all cars this time. Everyone's a car. 
Um, they have to do a delivery to replace a ring of Saturn. <laughs> and everyone gets around in this world on uh, orange plastic Hot Wheels tracks. And they go into space and they leave Zoidberg behind uh, because there's only room for six on the Planet Express ship. And they have fun racing around Saturn after they replace the ring. And they're having a great time without Zoidberg, who's crying. Who back can on see Earth. them? <laughs> well, this was the part I really liked when they quote unquote fly to space and they just sort of emerge from behind a globe and go up what looks like in a kid's bedroom or something with construction paper sky in the background. That was cute. Come on. Cute, sure. <laughs> That's all you have to say. Okay. <laughs> cute. It was cute. Okay, here's the thing is like we already know all this stuff. We know that they're mean to Zoidberg. We're not learning anything new through the But there's being a twist cars. on it. But the twist, Nick, the twist is basically the twist of a different anthology episode. Okay, talk to me about it when we get there. Oh wait, it wasn't an anthology episode. It was just the episode where Hermes becomes a an abomination. There's a still some abomination. Thing- oh. Yeah, they This did is like before. the exact same plot, except instead of Zoidberg doing it with Hermes's old body parts, now he's like making a Franken car wah, out wah, of the ooh, people. He needs a robot brain. Wah, wah, <laughs> he needs a robot brain. Wah, wah, <laughs> How is he harmonizing? How is he harmonizing with himself? Harmonies. How is Don't he make fun of me. It's too hot, and I can't talk. And you can never say anything, you dumb lady. You're bad at talking. There, I said it. Everyone thinks that. So go on with the fucking. So yeah, uh, they're they're watching the news. Morbo and the lady, their their cars also. Their cars. <laughs> I hate and, this. Um, and Morbo announces that there's a uh, weird video going around that when people watch <laughs> it, they die. It's a parody now? of The Ring. Why? That timely because reference. <laughs> I just rewatched The Ring. It kind of holds up. I like The Ring. Why? Why are they bringing it up in this car vignette? Did you know that I auditioned to be an extra in The Ring because they shot it in Seattle? <laughs> Did you know that? But what does it have to do with cars? my first taste of stardom. <laughs> How is a car I making... could have met Naomi Watts. <laughs> Wouldn't that be I cool? Al- what if she was our friend? Naomi Watts is the Nicole Kidman of Australia. <laughs> Aren't they both from Australia? Yeah. Is that the bit? Is that the funny joke you just made? Because yeah, it's pretty go funny. Go on, come on. Okay, yes. Yeah, so Amy is dumb, and even though they announced that you answered the phone and you die when you answer the phone, she answers the phone. And it's funny because it's like your car's warranty is up, and then she gets hypnotized and she has to go down to the dealership or whatever. Okay, now they have their cars. They, they have are. phones, mm-hmm. but they don't have car phones. Hmm. Interesting. They just have cell phones for cars. Yeah, they have First like touchscreen phones. Yeah, Second they don't all, have fingers. They get hypnotized by the video, which is not really a parody of the ring. It's just now they're making up their own rules for the ring. Then they go to this factory. You kind of get hypnotized by the ring video. It makes you see things and go places. Then they go to this factory where the toll arm thing. Yeah, the, the crossing crushes them to death thing. in daylight in public. There's no one For around. A, not yeah, even a little cat not? or a dog. <laughs> 
Because I think here's the thing, Mom. I, I feel like I feel like in this round wheels world, there no! people are often in stasis because they rely on momentum, as is established in the news <laughs> conference. Stop it! Stop so when they get to their location, they have to stay this. there. So often the roads are yes empty. <laughs> Is that okay with you? Who's pushing them? Do some, do some. If they have to work, use momentum you know, and gravity the writers to go halfway. everywhere. Where do they ever generate what the momentum you ever to begin with? What do you ever written? You ever write a thing about a car? No. <laughs> In the movie Cars, are there people driving the cars, or is no? It an the entire... cars are just cars, and I've never seen cars, but I know that that's a fact. There's no people. <laughs> Who built the cars? <laughs> I don't know. A, a long dead society, probably. That would be my guess. <laughs> Sentient cars from outer space that look like aliens. There's a bunch of theories. <laughs> so um, this kind of happens. Everyone gets picked off one by one uh, in the order <laughs> that they're most gullible. So it's Fry and Leela and then Bender. And it's very funny because... Uh, they decide to follow Bender to find out where everyone is going, where they're disappearing. And it's very easy to see him get killed because it just happens in the middle of the day. Yeah, but no one thought to on follow them. Okay, this was the first time <laughs> they thought to try it. This was the first opportunity they had if you're following the episode. So it's very funny because as they're leaving, Zoidberg's like, oh, I'll come. And they're like, no, we need someone to stay behind and answer the phones, which is funny because if you answer the phone, you die. They don't care about him at all. You notice yeah. that, Mom? Which seals their fate, really. Oh, it does. Interesting. And by the way, there's a twist coming. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, they watch Bender get murdered horribly, and it kind of doesn't affect them. Oh, and like <laughs> Professor dies on the way because he just like falls <laughs> and gets crushed. <laughs> he just runs out Go of momentum. Go on without me. We were planning on it. <laughs> uh, and it's revealed that uh, the virus hypnotized video thingy is making them go to a chop shop. And Zoidberg is using the Planet Express's body parts to fuse them to himself so that they because will never Zoidberg leave him alone. Zoidberg is behind this video that can hypnotize people. Yeah. Okay, now, Morbo and Linda were talking about it on the news because other, this has happened sure. to other cars. Mm-hmm. But now we learn that it's Zoidberg doing it, and the only cars he can oh, the only cars he shows any evidence of having this done. Well, maybe he having shows- done this to are the Planet Express cars. But the Planet Express cars heard about this on the news because it was already happening. Where did Zoidberg get the technology to hypnotize people through a video? It's a different world. He's a car. All the rules are different. In the world of cars, he's some sort of. Science expert. <laughs> Is that okay with but you? But why was he killing cars before? He wasn't. Then who was? Because they had a news report about it. Okay, sure. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just was saying that. <laughs> well, Zoidberg is just a murderer in this world, man. Why won't you let... But he says why, why he's apart? murdering people, but he must have murdered other people, but didn't use their car parts? Maybe he just likes murdering people, and then he finally and... found a proper outlet for this murderous rage. And getting because revenge the, on these his parts of the other cars are connected to him and he's still alive, then their consciousnesses are still running and then he absorbs all the rest and then they like it and now they're all one big car. Oh. 
So that's the <laughs> that's the round wheels vignette. Next, back to the king well, of the space. Well, the funny the funny part at the end though is uh, Zoidberg kills Hermes and replaces his face with Hermes's face, but then there's no part of him left on the car. <laughs> so everyone but Zoidberg exists happily as a car, and they run over Zoidberg, and they're fine. Which is exactly what happened with the Zoidberg, I mean, with the <laughs> Hermes meat puppet robot, you need a robot brain episode, wah, but, wah, in a different, <laughs> but in wah, a different wah, wah, fashion. Um, wah, I'm wah, sorry. Wah. This what? one, it's like the windows was one thing. <laughs> this one really falls apart. And I really was like, what's the third one going to be? And somehow they manage to make the third one so incomprehensibly bad. <laughs> that... What? <laughs> no, the third one is terrible, Nick. Well, let's get into it. <laughs> so we go back to the King of Space fake out plot line. And the King of Space is doing the duel. And Leela wins the duel and stabs the King of Space right in the chest. So he dies. Or did he... Because we look up and the King of Space is watching from the bleachers, and he elected a champion as well, and he yeah, chose wait, did the Prince of Fry Space. Yeah, but wait, did Fry elect himself to be Leela's champion, but the, Leela's like, no, Fry, you, you're really bad at things, so I'm going to be my own champion. So um, then she's yeah. fighting for her and own right to marry the King of Space. And this is an right example of something that you could have written down, because obviously you liked that part, and you no, could have quoted know, it properly. No, I, I know, I'm just recapping. So she's going to... You could do it in a little notepad, or you could have a Google Doc. That's what I do. Those are just some ways to take notes. The thing is, is she's like, now we can be together, my love. Sorry about killing your dad. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's a fake out. She killed the Prince of Space. She sobs and sobs. And then we go into our next uh, commercial. <laughs> Why would the Prince of Space agree to this? I it, Because the whole ooh, thing is so they could get married. It, oh. Yeah, I don't but know. But if they both agree, if they both knowingly agree, what then there's if, no chance no, of them ever getting the married because one of them is going to die. I have the answer. The, it was a double fake out because on his end, the Prince of Space didn't realize it was Leela and thought it was still Fry. Because the Prince of Space wasn't there for the champion choosing ceremony. So, boom. All right. So, she, so the Prince of Space is dead. Yeah, he's dead. So we go to the rubber ducks segment, and <laughs> my favorite thing in the whole episode is the rubber ducks song. And I wish I had written down the uh, all of the, the lyrics. The rubber duck song is clever, and that's where the cleverness ends. It's a song about how they're better than real ducks because real ducks will peck out your children's eyes. It's pretty. Funny. So when you're gonna give your kids ducks, make sure they're rubber ducks. Yeah, which is a good pitch. For a product. Don't put real ducks in the bath with your kid. Because <laughs> they'll pick the eyes out. So when reaching for ducks <laughs> for your kid's bath, always choose rubber ducks. So we go into what I admit is the most incomprehensible of these <laughs> toy worlds. Because Planet Express headquarters is just like floating in a, a pool of nothingness. There's no... There's it's just water in every direction. And they, they say it's water in every direction and they've never seen anything else but water. But apparently Planet Express exists. Yeah. 
So they decide <laughs> to explore the world and try and find the end of the water, if there is such a thing. And they all load into the Planet Express little floaty boat. Which, <laughs> I guess, cute. for the first time, because they have no idea about anything, but they have a spaceship that they're familiar with. Yeah. <laughs> they could have flown around the area. They just say this is like no an exploration. Flying, no f- flying. No flying. <laughs> what do you mean? They get, they get into you, the... I know, they but get flying the... in quotes. Like in this world, that's And the professor flying. made a map. So he's obviously gone around some places. He said he guessed. Did you watch the episode? This map is based on large assumptions that I have. <laughs> wildly guessed. Okay, you could have written that down. And I was guessing most of it. You could have written it down. So we go to, just do a little preparation, you know. So we go, uh, they're like sailing. And what was confusing for me is they see Zip, Zap and Kiff in the ocean. Zip! Zip and Kath. (laughs) They see them in the ocean and they just kind of bonk into them. So it's like, did they know who that was? Are those the only two people around other than the Planet Express? No, because they're about to have a war and all these ducks are going to come out of nowhere. Well, also, also the other thing is we should clarify. It's not the whole Planet Express crew. It's half of it. It is uh, Amy, Fry, the Professor, and Zoidberg. And they are the rubber duck people. (laughs) So they're on a wavy. The waves are so big. On their voyage. voyage. (laughs) Shut up. They get to, they finally see land for the first time, and they know what land is, even though they've never seen it before. Which is kind of funny. It's kind of funny. And then (laughs) out of a barn. Yeah, it's a barn. Comes the rest of the Planet Express crew, who are all egg egg people. people, which is kind of like the little people, but like, Eggs for some reason instead of just little like pegs. Can uh, mm, this, hmm. What are these just toys? Like, is it quite? That's the thing. Is it's not. I think they are so a toy. What but I they're, but they're not from the same generation of the other things <laughs> we're talking about. Sure, sure. But they're like newer toys for toddlers. But like people our age would know little people, the Fisher-Price little people, which were just the little armless, legless, round pegs with a head on it. I don't really remember those. I do remember what I recognized was the egg that had like a knight on it that was like coming out of a castle. And I feel like I maybe had that at my daycare or something. Or maybe I saw it in my adulthood and conflated it with my own childhood. I remember seeing these egg people toys, but they were for... Younger kids, like they're not. They seem like they're um, for young kids, but they stand but, up. They they wobble and they never fall over. That part I remember. You don't remember a toy that never falls no, over? No, not. I mean, not as iconically as the thing I described, <laughs> Fisher Price Little People. Why didn't they do Lego? Is it because they already did Simpsons Lego? Lego would have been fun. <laughs> Wouldn't that be fun? There's That's just so many toys. <laughs> And they what chose the ones done? that no one talks about. What toy would you have done? I picked Lego. Now you you pitch one, you smart lady. Because we're obviously, we're going to do this again in a year. So what toys are they going to do next time? I would have watched them be marionette puppets. I would have watched Ooh. them be finger puppets. I would have watched them be... Finger puppets are fun. 
like ventriloquist dummies. I would have watched dummies. Them be, like there's so many things that lend itself felt to, puppets. It's like instead of making up something for them to be, why don't you just choose real things that they could have been? It is a thing. We've established that it's a thing. It's just not something we're as familiar with. Yeah, but like, here's the thing that I want to say. It's like writing the holiday show with Dela. Dela oh is plugging a, her fucking show every second. She's a good producer because I'll come up with ideas that like are totally funny to her and I. And then she says, but your average audience member has no connection to this material. And we've got to think about like the average audience member. And you don't have to do that all the time because sometimes you got to lean into what you know is funny and people will go on the ride with you. But like they didn't, it just felt like they made this for an audience member that doesn't exist. <laughs> Remember when I told you about always ending your stories a sentence earlier? <laughs> Thank you for telling us about your creative process. So uh, in this rubber duck world, yeah, they they meet the egg people. <laughs> they meet the egg people and they there's some like antagonism, but Leela brokers peace between them. And they're all eating. I did like the professor's line, like, I don't like these people. Let's just trade for their tobacco and leave. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's like a colonialism thing. <laughs> yeah, but it's like. It's pretty funny. Wouldn't it be great if they just traded and left? <laughs> <laughs> and then what? The episode was over? Because you just wanted no, no, to be no. over? No, no, no. I meant the colonialists. <laughs> oh, that would be nice. The colonizers. What if they just traded for some tobacco and left. Colonialists and colonizers, I think, essentially mean the same thing, right? Colonializers. <laughs> um, okay, so they uh, are in love. Leela and Fry, they're always in love. <laughs> it's a real and Romeo and Juliet thing it really going is. on here. It really is, because they, they have a kiss, and it disgusts everyone. <laughs> um... And, like, for a second, Bender's like, no, we don't frown on interspecies things because we respect women's right to choose. Except for me. Me, personally, I don't like it, so we're going to all go to war. <laughs> so that was pretty funny, too, because that's how wars start. <laughs> and there's a war. There's, like, the knights that we talked about. They're coming out of slides. And that's the thing that I saw where I was like, I've seen this toy. I don't know I'm when. Sure I don't know where. Fisher-Price Eggos or Eggies or whatever. <laughs> Uh, the war breaks out. Um, literally everyone dies. Um, everyone. Uh, I thought the hedonism bot egg was funny. <laughs> Do you remember him? Sure, yeah. He I was a metal it. egg on a... He was. He still had the chair, but the egg was like balancing on a chair. <laughs> it's pretty good. Okay. Um, and then Fry and Leela... Egg Leela and Duck Fry die... <laughs> They die. Inches away from each other. And then they the egg hatches into some sort of hybrid baby of the two of them. But then the duck also no, hatches doesn't. like an egg. Yes, this all happens. You're saying and it wrong, but yeah, I finish. The egg happens. It doesn't into hatch a baby. into a hybrid of them. Yes, it does. No. Oh, it hatches it into hatches a It hatches into itself, duck? but now it's an egg and the other one's now a duck. They just switched species. Oh, I thought that was not supposed a to be their babies. No, because it's she says our love is eternal, and then they when they reincarnate as the other. 
Okay, well, thing. let's go back to the fact that the egg hatches. That makes sense because that's what <laughs> eggs do. And then the You're mad duck that the hatches. duck hatched. <laughs> well, the duck should have pooped out an egg because that's what ducks do so. with eggs. I guess it so. Like, that's fair. It was rubber. It could have went like this. <laughs> like a whoopee cushion. That didn't pick up on my audio, and I'm relieved, but I, I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners at home, who just heard that sound that she made. Uh, so th- that's the end of that. Because uh, I thought it was their died. babies. I thought it was their babies. Their babies were going to go make incest babies. Ew, no, Mom. This isn't I know, a... I really didn't like it. I know, this isn't a Bible situation. There wouldn't be incest. That's what it felt like. <laughs> so that's we go back to the main story. And... Is this like a Waterworld thing? I've never seen that movie, but is that the plot of Waterworld? Do you want to watch the Waterworld together? The ducks versus the eggs. <laughs> is that the plot of Waterworld? There was maybe a little Waterworld energy in the in the battle. <laughs> Have you? What do you know about Waterworld? Tell me three facts about it. Um, I assume it's what we watched in this episode. <laughs> Did you know Kevin Costner is a like fish man and he has gills and he can um, swim to the bottom of the ocean and bring up soil so that people can grow stuff. That's his like contribution. Are there others like him? No, I think it's just him. And there's a famous shot where he like sort of leaps out of the water like Aquaman and they filmed it by just having him jump in the water and pose and they've and they rolled it backwards. (laughs) If you can imagine how cool that looks. All right. Um, so we get back to the King Those of Space. Those are the facts that I know about Waterworld. <laughs> and then what we what happens is we get back to Fry and Leela in the Planet Express ship back in the like the 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 fake A plot. And Fry is apologizing to Leela that she had to murder her one true love, and she says, Don't worry, Fry, I wasn't really in love with him. It was a spell. I was under a spell. And then, and then <laughs> he's Fry says a magic spell, and the professor comes in on an intercom and says, "No, a science spell." And Fry <laughs> and Leela say, "Oh," and the episode is over. See, now that's I what really I liked, liked the episode. That. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. To Here's me. the thing: if the whole episode was just to get to that punchline, maybe I could respect that. But there's, oof. Then there's the weird tag where Bender is the Planet Express ship and does loop-de-loops one more time because he also did loop-de-loops in the car world. He does loop-de-loops one more time and crashes into the Earth and blows up. Okay, so what's your best guess for why they made this episode? Mm, I think because of the thing I astutely observed where they only do their anthology episodes twice and they're sticking to that rule and they thought this was a a new interesting direction to go in. I've yet to hear you say a better theory. Remember, have you... Say something. Dead air. Dead air. I feel like this is like how um, L. Ron Hubbard created a religion on a dare. What are you talking about? They made this episode on a dare as a tax dodge? (laughs) No, I think they lost a bet. Mm. A tax dodge? That's not a terrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a producer's situation. If we make an episode bad enough. (laughs) If we make one episode bad enough, 
<laughs> we can like, recoup the losses. <laughs> I'm not going to say this was my favorite episode of the season. In fact, I will factually say it's my least favorite episode of the season. But I thought there was plenty of funny lines. And I appreciated some of the animation choices. I think this could be my least favorite episode of all time. <laughs> I think this has replaced any other episodes that previously made me upset. This episode makes me so upset <laughs> that it what makes What was your previous me... one that you hate? Because mine's the folk singing one, and yours is one that I like. What is the uh, one you hate? What is it? Oh, I hate a few of them. You can't even remember because this one erased it in your brain. Was it a Christmas one? Was it? One well, we don't Christmas like the Christmas ones, ones in general. <laughs> in general, but Which the Christmas the one, one this season, pretty good. Pretty Which good. Which is the one I really hate? Well, we don't care because you're too slow to think of it. So tell us next week. We got to wrap it'll, up. It'll come to me. No, it won't. Listen. Maybe in Nick, a week it will. What? I'm just gonna say this. What? I love Futurama. If okay. this was the first episode of Futurama I ever watched. I'd never watch another episode of Futurama again. I think that's if this, fair. <laughs> like if this is somehow it would the... be very confusing. This would be a shocking first episode to watch <laughs> because you would have so little to grab onto. <laughs> For the first time ever, I know what Nicole Byer was talking about. <laughs> I'm joking. Um. I want the Futurama writing staff to know that I'm extremely impressed with what they pulled off in this new reboot season. I think every episode has been really stellar. This episode confuses me. (laughs) And if you did, in fact, lose a bet or if, you know, I appreciate that you were giving them the benefit of the doubt. They were trying to find an innovative new trio of things. But this Look, wasn't it, Mama. <laughs> but, but Mama, but Mama, what if they took our suggestion and next season they did a Lego one and a, a marionette one and some of these other ideas? Would that would you respond to that more? How about that? And in yes. fact, wait. Hey, hey, let me ask you something. That thing I said, that's what I asked you. You know, the show Adventure Time, a show that I love, when it was getting a little long in the tooth, when when they had like exhausted a lot of storylines, they started experimenting with things. Bob's Burgers did this too. Now, I think that Futurama is like doing the same thing, except not quite, it, does, it doesn't quite connect for me. Because like when, when Adventure Time did different animation styles, they did different animation styles, you know? Sure. And like, this, like, I kind of feel like if you're going to do an anthology of something, do something like that makes sense for for the show, like do claymation and do what like, if they did live action uh, and everyone's just in like cheap costumes? Yeah, That'd like what fun. if they did one claymation, one CGI, and then one like live action or something, or like Archer style, you know, like where it's just like stationary pictures and just the mouth is moving, or I don't know. There's so many things they could have went with, and instead they did an animated telling of toys that no one talks about sure well is that the end of the episode then <laughs> that the, I guess so. the episode we recapped ended a little unceremoniously maybe we could do the same thing in honor of it <laughs> listen i just want to know <laughs> if you had to have sex with a duck or an egg <laughs> mm. 
if you had to do one of the one of the duck people or the egg people, who that who just raises further questions. <laughs> I'm doing fry duck. I think the duck <laughs> makes more sense because there's a, a hole in it. Oh God! We see it right there. You know, not that all sex has to be penetrative. I'm just like a little bit like, what would I do with an egg? Does it vibrate? Can I put it or, in my or should in my we butt? have sex with one of the cars? Ooh, or one of the windows? Uh, no, the windows. I feel like they have a lot of like where the metal meets and is clamped together. I feel like you could like cut I yourself. I asked this question and now I'm disgusted with it. <laughs> I'm trying to guess and, and it's your fault. Well, hmm. Well, this was so, an episode. <laughs> this is an episode. Everyone, we've got one more new episode of the new season. And then we will be jumping back into season three of the OG season from way back when. It's the futuristic show about a show that's really old. What? Our show. Are you trying taglines <laughs> at the end of this episode? That's when you, you're workshopping? We'll see you next week for a brand new episode of I'm Shut 40% up, baby, I know Podcast. It. I'm 40% Podcast. The futuristic show that's about a show that's really old. No, it didn't work the first time. Why are you saying it again? Cut, cut it here. Cut. We're Until done. Until next week, have a futuristic day, everybody. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow,